Oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said that. Did you just say that? This might get me fired. That might get you fired. You're listening to This Might Get Me Fired with Chizzy and Crystal. Welcome to This Might Get Me Fired. I'm your host, Chizzy. And I'm your host, Crystal. We have a lot to talk about today, but first, don't forget to click subscribe, rate us five stars wherever you get your podcasts, and share our podcast with a friend. Support Black women. (laughs) So, Chizzy, what's been up, girl? What's new? You know what's funny? Because we're actually doing these every week, (laughs) I feel like I have less and less of an update every time because we're actually, like, keeping on a schedule. But, like... The little bit that's been new since we've done the last podcast. Um, so I went on a Christmas date. Okay, how with was that? A new guy. So mixed bag, right? So this is a guy who um, I unintentionally been curving just because I hadn't been on this. I was from Hinge, right? Mm-hmm. And I've just been so busy with work, I hadn't been on Hinge. So he'd been writing me since like early December haven't written back and like one point he was like are you okay and so when I got on I was like oh let me write him back for sure we started talking we chatted we facetimed whatever so he initially he set up the date for Saturday and then he's like well you know I want to see you sooner it's the holidays let's have a Christmas date so I was like okay cool whatever um so we're gonna have a Christmas date at like steak 48 or whatever and um since it was a Christmas date I was like let me be thoughtful let me you know get him a little Christmas gift uh-huh. So I got him, like, um, the hardback cover of, what is it called, Barack Obama's new book, is it Homecoming, or no, Promised Land. Yeah, Promised Land. Promised Land, which honestly looks so good. I was like, oh, I kind of want to keep it for myself, but okay. I was like, let me get him this little book. So we went, so the day of, he actually let me know that, like, Steak 48 was booked, so I'm like, okay, you didn't book before, but whatever. So I suggested some other places. He's like, okay, I just called. They're all booked. So literally, I had to, like... Go through, like, my five-star list because it's, like, it's a Christmas date. I'm not going to the Cheesecake Factory. I mean, in general, I don't want to go to the Cheesecake Factory. But, like, (laughs) especially if I'm going to get, like, nice for Christmas after working because I worked on Christmas. Um, So I found a really nice steakhouse. And let me tell you, like, the food, delicious. (laughs) Like, one of the best meals I ever had. And what did y'all go again? Brenner's? We went to Brenner's Steakhouse. Okay. And I also was just so nice because I really, like... I haven't dressed up and, like, beat my face like that in so long. Like, yeah. I look so nice. You like, definitely got a new Instagram profile Got a new pic. Instagram pic. Got a new, like, photo. Like, just looks so, so nice. I felt like, and you just, just felt like I was in my divine feminine, like, had on the fur. It was a little colder that day, so I put on my black rabbit fur, had on a nice little dress, some heels. And so the date itself um, was cool. I feel like he was kind of a little too touchy. Um, and then also I just felt like, I don't know, I just didn't feel as comfortable as I'd want, wanted to. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, even before the date, he wanted to like make plans for New Year's, right? But he didn't just want like plans to go out. He was like, hey, do you want to go out of town for like a little weekend? And I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, um, this is, you know, this is a lot. Crystal. Yeah. Look how she, look how, look how this woman stay working. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. So I was like, this is a lot. And he was thinking like Dallas or Austin. I was like, well, if I went somewhere, I wouldn't want to go to Dallas or Austin, first of all. Um, the closest I'd want to go would be New Orleans. And he's like, well, yeah, we can go to New Orleans for, for New Year's. Um, and so I was like, well, shouldn't we meet first? And he's like, well, yeah, just be spontaneous. It'll be fun, this and that. 
And I was like, well, how would we get there, et cetera, et cetera. And he's like, well, I mean, it's not that far of a drive. Personally, I've never driven to New Orleans. I always fly. But with COVID, I was like, okay, it's probably better to drive. So that's reasonable. I was like, so you're going to be driving? He's like, yeah. He's like, but if, if like, I needed to, you to help me part of the way, that'd be fine too. And I was like, eh. But I'm trying to be a team player. So I was like, okay, like, I can do, like, an hour. But honestly, I'm not trying to drive. But yeah. He, and so he's like, that's fine. But then I woke up the next day, like, am I on crack? So... <laughs> I called him. This is all before the first date, mind you. I was like, this is actually a little too soon. Um, <laughs> let's just put a pause on it, right? So anyway, after the date, date was nice. He wanted to, like, go out again. I also had to work the next day, so I was like, okay. So we went to a hookah lounge. It was chill. Like, they played, like, uh, Spanish music, and he wanted to dance. And I only dance when I feel like dancing, so I also kind of didn't like that. I felt like he was kind of, like, trying to, like, pressure me to dance and all this stuff, and it was just like... Just fall back, like, make sure, I feel like a man should be focused on making sure a woman is comfortable, especially on a first date. Yeah. So, that was a little, and then at the hookah lounge, he was like, so what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, well, I'm working, as I said, right? And he's like, well, you want to come over to my place tomorrow after work? And I was like, no, I'm probably just going to want to wind down. He's like, well, I can come over to yours. And I was like, ah, no, no, I'm just going to, you know. Yeah. Like, wind, because it's like. Sir, this is a lot. Like, right. you know what I mean? It's just like, I, I appreciate the energy. And my sister kind of dragged me because she's like, do you, you get upset when guys aren't serious, when they're not giving you energy. And now this guy's giving you a lot of energy and you're not happy. I mean, I totally agreed at first until like when you first called me and we talked about it. I was like, you're complaining for no reason, quite frankly. But then once you went on the date and then he you told me how he was super touchy feely and how the next night he like invited you over to his house. And then he started switching up when you mm-hmm. said no. Then it was like, okay, now I understand. But at first, I did not get why you were so because anti it, him making the effort. And what she's saying is before the date, so like we, like I said, a friend passed, right? So um, there was a time when I was driving to the... I called him that morning. Um, this is the day before the date. I'd called him that morning when I was coming back from spin just to say hello. Talked to him for about 15, 20 minutes. Got off the phone. This is at 11. At 12, <laughs> he called me. And I'm like, oh, there must be something going on. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, I'm about to go to my friend's burial. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. And just started talking about his day. Started talking about how sad he is the market's down. And I'm like, I like gave it like a minute or two because I'm like, this has to be going somewhere. Right. No, he just wanted to talk. And so I was like, hey, let me call you later. Because clearly I'm not trying to hear that shit right now. Like I'm about to go to my friend's burial. I don't care. Right. Calls me back 30 minutes later. Mm-hmm. And I just had to send him to voice. And I'm like, why are you hitting my line? Like, I literally just spoke to you 30 minutes ago and before that, an hour ago. Like, why you keep, like, so that was kind of throwing me off. But Crystal and my sister tried to drag me. But come to find out, after I kind of curved him about going over to his house or him coming over to mine, he kind of went ghost, which I'm not really mad at. No, I think that's for the best. It's he for obviously the very might have thought that the first date was a down, like a deposit on your, mm. <laughs> a deposit on some kitty. <laughs> I'm trying to curse less. Thanks for the <laughs> on play. The <laughs> <laughs> I thought like maybe he was putting in his um order for yeah. the next day. No, 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 no. Well, okay. Anything else new? Um, no, that's all that's new with me. What's up with you? Well, first of all, I'm so proud, y'all. I kept a happy secret for such a long time because normally if you tell me like a secret that's bad or like <laughs> something that's like a real secret, I definitely will not tell that. But if you told me a happy secret, like, hey, I'm eloping, or hey, I got a new job, it's so hard for me not to be so excited that I want to tell somebody else. Right. (laughs) 
So my good friend got engaged on Christmas. And I'm so proud of myself because I knew for like a month and only told <laughs> one person <laughs> who doesn't even talk to her. So it was like, didn't matter, you know? <laughs> right. But I was like super proud. So that was very exciting. Um, also, it just really, when I was like doing my own reflection, I was like, wow, look how far I've come. Or I was just like, genu- I feel like I talked about it in the last podcast, but I didn't explain. Explain. Mm-hmm. But like this moment, all I feel is happiness for her. I'm not looking at my own life like, God, when is it going to be my turn? Or when am I next? It's like, no, I'm happy for her. And whatever happens, happens. Um, we're getting a new maid, possibly. So, <laughs> which is because of like awkward conversations. Mm. So, I am not good at directing somebody on what to do. I'm not very assertive, I've realized. Mm. And I need to work on that. I, I, have, I can struggle with that, too. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, this Susie is a great woman. Is it my fault that <laughs> we're thinking about letting her go because we don't even give her instructions because it's like awkward conversation <laughs> that we both just don't want to have? <laughs> are you saying Are you saying that you'd rather find someone new than have this awkward conversation? I think possibly. I think that might be what we're. I think that might be what we're doing because it's petty stuff. But it's like nobody's told her, so we said we're gonna just try somebody else next week and see how it goes. Um, so yeah, I'm also just been grinding, just like trying to make sure my 2021 is lined up for success. Mm. So just really been focusing on like my goals and trying to just iron stuff out. You know, mm. I'm definitely um. Also, I don't know if you deal with this, but I have been having very significant work anxiety. That's my life. That's <laughs> what I live in. And it's like, um, we always joke about this. I always think I'm on the brink of getting fired, which is a very toxic mindset to mm-hmm. have because it's just like so hard to do your job or just like going on vacation. So I went on vacation last week. I was gone for two days. Which the, is not going on vacation. Yeah. And, like, I was by my computer, by my phone. The anxiety that I had, like, oh, my gosh, something's going to pop up and I'm going to get in trouble or, like, just these really weird thoughts, like, stuff that has never happened to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In my 10 years now of working or, like, whatever, like, working in oil and gas, I've never had a moment where I've, like, gotten in trouble on vacation or this. Right, right. You know, just all these things. Like, this stuff has not happened to me, but just my anxieties were just. Maybe that's. That's the first thing you can talk about when you get back in therapy. Right. It's, like, so weird. I'm, like, trying to figure out how to work on that. Because, girl, that's my life. Yeah. <laughs> Every day, like, even when I was taking my nap, whenever I'd hear the phone ring, I was like, this is my chief about to curse me out. Because I didn't do something, you know? Like, yeah. But it's not healthy. We, it's just, like, really... such a not a good thing. But yeah. that's really my main updates. All right. So let's get into today's topic, which is boring bitch syndrome. And this, honestly, I feel like either you created this or you put this thought in my mind. I probably put, yeah, and I stand by it completely. So, the boring bitch syndrome is an issue that I feel like a lot of professional women have, where we get resentful, partly because we feel like these other women who are not as well-rounded as us, right? Let's say the bottle girls or the girls who are just in school perpetually or the girls who are living at home and whatever that they're getting into more relationships or relationships with like certain men that we might want to get into and we kind of are resentful because it's like well we have all this stuff and we have all this stuff together and we have our lives together but like y'all are choosing these other women and I started thinking about it and I'm like 
is it because we're presenting ourselves as boring bitches? Because I know I'm not a boring bitch, but I feel like there are some boring bitch qualities that might present itself. See, no, and I don't even, when I think of, like, the boring girl syndrome or whatever, like, this idea, is this idea that so many women think that they've checked all these boxes about doing, quote, unquote, everything right, mm. and that, like, a man or a husband was going to be their reward at the <laughs> end of the checklist, and... It's not, because no. that's not how life works, no. versus they look at these other women on maybe social media and stuff, and they're like, well, this woman checked none of the boxes. Yeah. She's out here doing whatever, but she has what I think is the reward for all the stuff that I've done. Right. Or for all the accolades that I have. So when I think about, like, boring girl syndrome, that's more so it, like, the idea that, like, you believe, or we, sometimes we internally believe that, oh, we did everything right, I'm a good girl, you know? But... Do you feel like, because I do think that in some ways, the professional woman, the woman who's done everything right, is, if it, not to say it's a contest, but like, if we were playing, we're down, right? I feel like the woman who's not, quote unquote, done all these other things, right? I feel like they're probably up on us when it comes to, like, for one, I noticed in my life, right? Because you have a more demanding job, Right. And more responsibilities. I don't go out them. Even before COVID, I didn't go out that much. Just to be honest. I did barely went out. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, it is a thing. And I don't like dating apps. Right? <laughs> and I'm not consistent in dating apps. So, there is a thing where it's like, okay, this girl, either she, she could be a bottle girl where she's always out and she has access to men. Right? Or she could be just a girl who's social, who likes to party and who's also always out and is constantly meeting men. Or, you know, she could be a girl who, like, is just, that's the life she likes to live. She always wants to be out at dinners, at happy hours. She's clearly going to have more access and more opportunities to meet men. She's going to have more experience. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, like, even when we do go out, right? Like, when's the last time you've been out till 5 a.m.? Girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, getting to the party is hard enough. Let alone, like, I'm going to the after party, right? But she might be out to the after spot. She might be out to the after after spot. She might be down to catch a flight to Vegas. Where it's like, I have to get up in the morning. I have to be at work. I have deadlines. I have responsibilities. Like, do you think that plays a part in, you know, the differences possibly in, like, relationships and getting into relationships and dating men? Um, definitely depending on what type of man you're interested in. So I know your thing right now is like the high value man or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just think they don't care about, they do want a woman that's more flexible because I do believe that typically in relationships, sometimes it's easier if one person has a more flexible job, flexible job, like a little less structured, not saying that their job is less important, less valuable, et cetera, but like. Somebody that has more flexibility in their schedule. Maybe somebody that's like a real estate agent, Mm. possibly. Or like just has the option to work from their cell phone or whatever. If you want a man that has a more structured... Demanding job. Demanding job. So you feel like two demanding jobs cancel each other out in a way? I don't know if it cancels each other out, but I think um, it can, yeah. I also feel like sometimes these girls have like a carefree thing to them, like a carefree like vibe to them. Yeah, they do. Where it's like, we're more serious, but it's like, of course we have like mortgages and rents and like <laughs> responsibilities. And some of y'all are living at home. Like if I didn't have a mortgage or rent to pay, I'd be carefree too. But it's like, I have to go make this money. Yeah. So it's like, we've kind of like, I feel like we almost dug ourselves. No, we <laughs> haven't though, because this is the thing too. A lot of women, 
lead with their education. They lead with like their job. They lead with all these accomplishments that they think are accomplishments that men tell us time and time again, they they really don't care about. So if you go on a first date and on your first date, you're talking about like how hard your job is and this and that. Honestly, it probably is a turnoff, you know? Lead with the more interesting, exciting things, I feel like, possibly. Depending on what type of man you want, you know? That's true, but that also takes me to, like, okay. Well, okay, first of all, attracting men, right? I feel like I never really learned how to date. I feel like I've dated, right? But I've never really, like, learned or mastered dating. Mm -hmm. And I feel like certain women, like, as much as, like, certain women want to look down on strippers or escorts, they have mastered the art of seduction, They've mastered the art of talking to men, of manipulating men, of intriguing men, of drawing men in. And even though I feel like I have that to a certain degree, especially when I've already formed a connection, I think that initial, like turning on that green light, you know, I don't feel like I've used that skill a lot. Well, there's reasons. One, you don't like rejection. So you (laughs) you never approach a man. You're not really one to even flirt with the man. Like, if we go out, I, like, when I met that 23-year-old, like, I started flirting with him because I was bored and a little tipsy. But, like, that's not really your vibe. So it's right. like, you don't put it into practice, so that's why. But if you put it into practice, if you decided for three months, every time you went out, you were going to flirt with somebody and try to pull them, you would, like, be better at it. But it's not a skill that's going to be inherent. For some women, it is. And for some men, it is. But it's typically something you have to learn how to do, like... Or it's just naturally your aura. Like, some women are just naturally more flirty or, like, more seductive. The thing is, when I'm comfortable with a guy... So, there's one guy that I started talking to, kind of. Um, and he, like, to him... With him, I'm very flirty, right? So, it's like, sometimes I'm flirty, but it's just that initial, like... That initial stranger thing, where it's like... I feel like I'm still more closed off. I feel like part of, like, us being professionals, it's kind of like you're used to, like, your professional self, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes even when you're going out, like, yes, you transition into your fun self, but it's still, like, I don't know. It's, like, the the time I feel the most free is on vacation. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between me partying home and me partying when I leave the city, right? And I feel like when I leave the city, it's, like, it's like this whole weight drops. Like when you're on your vacation. But I think it's because, and this is just my opinion. I think it's hard for women in general. And let me not say even women, but people when they're in their city, they're so worried about quote unquote, how they look, what people are going to think about them, what your friends are going to say about you. And I think that that sometimes hinders you from being who you really are because vacation, like vacation chizzy. Yeah. There might be certain things that are, hiding but that's probably who you are right. when you're not trying to stifle yourself to be palatable for other people and that's the real like so I think what I love what you said about being palatable because something that pissed me off this week <laughs> is the realization and this might be hyperbole this might be a hot take but I really realized that a lot of men like toxic women they love it. a lot of men <laughs> checking in <laughs> They love it. They love toxicity. <laughs> they love a savage. They really, really do. And the fact that, like, and so I think I, what's frustrating me, right, is that, of course, I got a, a savage in me. Of course, I got some toxic traits in me, right? Trying uh-huh. to do better. We all do. But it's like, I feel like for so long, I focused on being palatable for people and palatable for men and being a good girl and being a good woman and developing all these traits of a good mother and a good wife. 
And then you just see the guy and he's with like, especially the guy who says like, oh, I want this and I want that and I want this type of wife. And, and he's with the most toxic women. And he's like attracted to the most toxic woman who's not even trying to hide different things, right? Well, I think it's because people appreciate authenticity. And I feel like especially with women, it is so rare that you meet a woman who can be completely authentic in her true self mm. right off the bat with a man. That's something I'm still learning, too, because we are taught to kind of soften the edges a little bit, make it a little bit less, you know, blunt. So I feel like sometimes when they meet a woman who's like, this is just who I am. <laughs> Maybe that's just alluring. I don't know. We should have a man on, too. We really should have a man on because it's like there's definitely certain things where it's like the good girl definitely, like just how they say like good guys mm-hmm. finish last. I feel like good girls finish like way below good guys. But I think it depends on what you want, right? Because you know women who are good girls, who are married, have 2.5 kids, the picket fence. We like I can think of a few friends that they're considered good girls and they Black have women? a yeah I feel like your sister in law okay be considered that's a good girl rare, right I mean yeah it's rare but I'm just saying I don't think it's completely out of the realm you okay. know so I do think it's possible that's true that's true because just... it's like what does your winning look like like I mean I, that's hard to quantify too because it's like I hate this this mindset that like men are the prize and you know like the winning is getting the man. But it's also frustrating if you are desiring a relationship and you are designing a certain type of partner, right? And, like, you did all this work and then you come to realize, like, I was, like, climbing up the wrong ladder partly. Like, all this work that I'm doing, which part of it is for me, right? But part of it is my ideal, my idea of the ideal woman mm-hmm. is not even what my ideal's man's <laughs> picture of his ideal woman is. No, or yeah. Not even in truth, right? He might say this. But the truth is something completely different. I think that's the thing you're realizing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, is, But for me, I've known these dudes are lying because they'll be the same <laughs> ones. <laughs> they'll say they hate makeup and you post somebody with fake lashes, bronzer, concealer, highlighter, and they'll be like, oh, she looks great in her fresh face. These men don't know what they want. They don't. The same way we sometimes don't know what we want. So it's like... You don't think we're a little better at it? No, because you say there's things you want in a man, and I guarantee when you actually meet a man, you're not going through this checklist and really making sure they have these things off that. That's true. Maybe after a couple of months, but initially you're attracted to, like, a few things. It's like a business card. It's not Mm -hmm. a whole book. They're not going through a novel. They're getting your business card, maybe a pamphlet, and deciding, so... I mean, that's that's valid. That's all valid, and I, I hear what you're saying. I just wonder, like, sometimes I feel like women who are free enough to be overtly sexual and sometimes it's not freedom right because sometimes they're also trying to make themselves palatable in a different way Mm -hmm. right so sometimes it's just two sides of the same of different of the same and just for some context for this part of the conversation we're both on clubhouse now Mm -hmm. and so we've been cracking up about like the varied (laughs) is it varied or varied varied the varied um profile pictures <laughs> like it's truly amazing and hysterical because there's like people in business suits <laughs> and it's their linkedin headshot versus there's girls i literally saw one bent over <laughs> and so i was just discussing the fact that like and they'll be in the same room yeah. <laughs> like, on the same stage like this man in his business suit and these women and like bent or, over. Or like a woman in her business suit and these other women. And so it's just like the discussion of how women choose to lead or people choose to lead with different things. So right. that's what we're going to say. But yeah. Right. And it's all, and it's also like, 
And I think part of it is like, of course, like we don't want women to be shamed, right? For, you know, taking agency over their sexuality. But it's also interesting where it's like, I don't know. I feel like these women who are overtly sexual get certain access that other women don't. But maybe I've just been in too many cash app rooms. That could also be, <laughs> that could also be it. But it's like, I don't know. Like, but, and Clubhouse is such an interesting like little thing where it's like you get to explore all these different dynamics. But just seeing it play out, it's like, this is very, very interesting. Like, men are, a lot of men are a lie. A lot of what you've been taught is a lie, which I've known. Like, I've known the good girl, the good girl myth is a lie. But, like, seeing it so much in my face, mm-hmm. it's just, like, so shocking. And it's, like, I just really, it's kind of where, there was a point, like, last week where I was, like, I'm about to just be savage. I'm just about to just be toxic. I'm about to just do whatever and this and that. But it's, like, part of, part, that's not really me, right? Like, I have, like, part of that in me, but that's not completely me. So I'm trying to figure out the balance of, like, I no longer want to worry about making myself palatable or restricting myself or, like, thinking so much about how I... Because I always think about how I'm presenting, right? I always think about how I'm presenting, how I... And I feel like, to a degree, that's important Mm -hmm. because there's certain opportunities in the future that you don't want to cut yourself out from. But it's, like, where's that balance of, like, I still want to be me. I still want to be open. I don't want to be restricting myself. But I also don't want to be doing crazy things that in the future could shut me off from, like, a goal or a dream or a job. hmm And I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like these other women, they kind of have the freedom to, like, make their mistakes, do whatever they want. And they'll still end up married, and they'll still end up mothers, and they'll still end up later being able to, like, you know what I mean? Like, play whatever role they want to play. Yeah. So, my struggle with this is, first of all, the good girls are rooted in patriarchy. Let's start there. And so, in general, yes, let go of that because it's a <laughs> way that they tie to you to hold you down and to make you, you know, submissive and to make you not fully walk in your sexuality and who you want to be. But that does not mean you don't go from good girl to savage. Really, it's be whoever you truly are. Figure that out. Who authentically is chizzy? Not with the influence of the PayPal rooms and the Cash App rooms. Because even that, then that's not you. That's you, like, right. being swayed by these girls in bikinis getting cash out $500 and now you think that that's who you really should be more aligned with who whatever you feel like me I'm cool posting a bikini pic on my Instagram I have quite a few because I like that but I don't even care if men like them or follow you know what I mean like see and see that's the thing it's like for me I feel like I think too much about like what would my brother think or what yeah I don't care it's like I'm gonna post my bikini pic period (laughs) (laughs) but at the same time I would never post a bikini pic where I'm bent over because but that's not because of me caring what people think. It's just my line of where right, I feel comfortable. Right. And that's what's important. And I feel like there's so many. I have to, like, really focus in on my voice. Yes. And not, like, not have that be influenced by the other voices that I'm always thinking about. And so, like, that's so true. And that's where it comes back to, like, being being my own genuine, authentic self. Yes. Um, and funny enough, so I was in a, a room yesterday. We both were. But I think you did before I asked my question. I saw you on stage, but I feel like sometimes it's weird when you're in a clubhouse room and your friend is on stage and it might be something personal. It's like, am I like in the therapy office with them? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, it's like, am I sitting on the couch? (laughs) That's so funny. Um, You're so considerate. (laughs) Because there are definitely some other people I knew um, listening as well. But I was like, whatever, here we go. Um, But one thing that he pointed out that is so, that I feel like was true, because some things he was like, he feels like professional women 
What was your question? So here's my question. So he was saying that, um, he was talking about one, if you want like the top 1% of things, you either need to elevate yourself to be able to attain that, or you Mm -hmm. need to be more realistic. Like you have to do one or the other. You can't stay as you are and think you're going to get like the top 1% of your desires. Right. So, and he was also like, he realized that he's very picky and that he might have to wait. Like, and he's like, he became fine. Like I might be 39 or 40 before I meet the person I'm meant to be with, I might have to wait a long time because I'm very, very picky. See, and I'm settling. <laughs> really? I feel like I've already told y'all this, but y'all always think I'm joking. Yes. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm very serious and honest with where I'm at with it. Like, <laughs> I'm settling. So, I'm on his path where it's like, I'm not settling. <laughs> I might okay. just, I might die alone. And I, that's okay. It's or, whatever you choose. Right. At least not now. Like, maybe in 10 years I'll reevaluate. But I either might end up alone and figure out how to have a fulfilling whole life there. Or I might just wait longer. Like, uh-huh. I might just be okay waiting longer. Um, but I just, I don't want to exchange singleness for suffering, right? Um, but, so he was saying that, and he's like, you have to also, like, work on getting access, being where these people are. So my question was around, like, access. Because, like, as a woman who has, like, who has to work a lot of hours, who has to do, like, you know, like, I can't be at happy hours every day. I can't be out every weekend like I literally just I have work like there's certain things I can't do right where as other women might be able to do that like that's just not an option for me so like what are the strategies to get access um which he didn't directly answer but he was saying that like and I and I was like especially if you've already worked on other parts of yourself if you've already worked on um like your body if you've worked on your mind if you've worked on healing You've worked on all these great things, but it's just meeting the people. I mean, you have to get a part-time job, Miss Molly. Your part-time <laughs> job, like, I'm serious. Like, like you saying get, like, go from my full-time job to a part-time job? I'm saying make that your part-time job. The oh. same effort that you will put into, yeah, you have to maybe commit to, I'm going to two happy hours a week. Mm-hmm. And I'm committing to one night out on a weekend every weekend. Like, you have to have that same mindset. mindset. I'm realizing that for some people, love or whatever doesn't just fall in your lap. Yeah. And it's like, if you don't want an online date, if you don't want it this, if you don't want it that, yeah. then what do you want to do? Because yeah. it's not going to pop up at your door tomorrow. Which I've realized now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you but have I to think, pick your... And that's what he was saying that like, um. so he said two things. He's like, one, like a lot of women who are like career professional women, like you've been working on certain skill sets that aren't necessarily the skill sets for finding or getting this man. Mm-hmm. Like the skill sets that you're working on professionally do not translate over. So, because he's like, you know, a lot of women aren't feminine. I was like, well, I feel like I'm a very feminine woman. And he's like, that might be something that you innately have, but have you been working on that? Because the skill sets that you use every day probably are not tuned in that. So you might not have practice in bringing that out. And then he's like, if you've worked on all these other things, like you might be good, you know, physically, you might be good emotionally, but you're lacking socially. And you have to start putting in work there. Because like, that's the area of your life where you are not flourishing, where you're not growing. And I was like, that is very true. Because it's like, I don't put any work in social. Like, I, I put, it's like crazy because it's like I've tried to make myself this beautiful, valuable thing, but I'm not putting it out to any, like, I'm, I'm leaving it in the house. I mean, right? you've made your product, but it's not out on market. Right, right, right. So and I'm like, I'm you wondering have why I don't have buyers, yeah. right? <laughs> like, why is no one buying this wonderful invention that they don't know about? Um, so that is so true. But I also realized because I never learned today and because I don't like today, I just, I, I also had to come to terms, I don't like today. But you have to get over that. I, you put too much stock into it and, like, see it as more. Sometimes it's, like, I'm just going out, like, for ha- to happy hour with a friend. Sometimes it's the equivalent of that to me mentally. Like, That's the true. effort I put in, the worry that I have about it. 
that's the level that I keep it at because it's like, I might not see this man again after this. That's why when the guy ditched me on the date, I didn't even care because it's like, who cares? You have to just get out here. It's a numbers game. It's you got to hit the street. True. You got to hit the street. But it's not exhausting to you? No, it's not. My thing is, it's even the getting online and swiping is exhausting to me. Like, it's all just exhausting. And then it's like, I already have a job that's exhaust me. that exhausts me, right? Now I have to go here and... Now I'm going to have to start doing a part-time job. Before I was kind of just contract, right? But I'm going to have to make it a part-time job to also, like, look through profiles and, like, go out and do all these other things. And, and I think, no, you and... keep saying look through the profiles. If you know that's not for you, then don't keep doing that because you know it's not for you. Try it. Maybe you do it, like, 20 minutes or 30 minutes. But you might want to meet somebody organically. So that means instead you need to focus your effort to going out more, mm-hmm. being open to approaching someone, like, which is uncomfortable it might be awkward the first few times but and that's really you know you have to decide like what you think is going to really work for you and I definitely you're definitely right about getting out of my comfort zone because it's like if this if what I have been doing isn't working I have to start doing new things right yeah it's just the shock and the pain of like oh that first you know rejection and that first like even though online dating works, I know three women all engaged are married off of online. I don't, it's not that I don't think it doesn't work. I think I just get burnt out on like, like having to start the new conversation over and over mm-hmm. and over again. You know what I mean? And like having to start the new making, you know, making small talk over and over and the new, where are you from? How many siblings do you have? Where'd you grow up? Having to start those conversations over and over and over again. Do you think that's because sometimes when you app date, you tend to binge app date? Yes. And it overwhelms you. So I think that you need to make a rule that you only swipe for 10 people total in a day. You do 10 swipes, that's it. And then you come back the next day. Like, because you sometimes, she has multiple times went through everybody on Tinder to the point where they tell her (laughs) there's no, no more people for her today. So, of course, that's draining. Like, you're binging the same yeah. way you ate a whole chocolate cake. Right. Now you have a stomach ache. I think I do the same thing. I think I binge date, too. Where you it's do. Like- you go on, like, 17. <laughs> <laughs> she goes on, like, 17 in a month. Then none of them go well. And, and she's miserable. And she months. won't go on any for, like, seven months. And it's like, of course. This is not working because you're not even, you're binge doing it. So, it's so, isn't it funny how, like, a behavior in your life translates to different yeah. areas? <laughs> like, yeah. I binge everything, like... <laughs> you do. Which is so sad. But, I mean, this is so helpful. And it's, like, my own personal dating therapy. Where... <laughs> <laughs> Which you're getting it from the wrong person. <laughs> clearly not. The funny thing about you, I feel like you're one of the professional women who, like, you, you are, like, clearly, you don't have boring bitch syndrome. I don't even think you present with boring bitch syndrome. I feel like you present with a lot of, like... Bottle girl energy. Well, you know what I mean? Like, wild bitch. <laughs> I like that bottle girl energy. I feel like that. <laughs> if it was in COVID, I would really be in trouble, babe. You think, like, see, I feel like. I feel like, actually, no, COVID got me into more trouble because I was very bored. <laughs> but. <laughs> girl. 2021, I'm on y'all, okay? Listen, 2021, and that's another thing. And that's another thing with Clubhouse, too. I feel like it's bringing out more of my, like. Yeah. My only thing is, I want for you to meet up with these people in person. And I will. Okay. And I will. Because she's, last thing, you're super social. Yeah. But those social relationships just are not sometimes always in person. Yeah. Because people don't live here. Yeah. And that's another issue. And so, I'm trying now, especially with online dating, to focus more on people around me who, like, can definitely be met up with. And so, like... Good, girl. Because I'm so tired of you. (laughs) Good. I'm trying to focus on people who live around me. But this is also another thing, trying to figure out, like, 
when to give people a chance versus when to be like, this isn't for me, right? Okay, what do you mean by that? There's some people where it's like... What do you mean by chance is what I mean? Like one day or like yes. multiple dates? Girl, give everybody one date. You just said you're bad at dating. That's true. You need the practice. That's true. It's just like, oh. Now, don't do them all in one week, but just take it out. <laughs> another, another thing I've decided, so I came up with my to-dos for, like, how to be better. How well, to okay. not be a boring bitch. How to not, okay, let me clarify. Chizzy is not a boring bitch, right? <laughs> At my core, I'm not. I think I present and I have boring bitch ways that I've grown. <laughs> because, and this is the T, right? I went, I worked while going to law school, right? Yeah. And so I, and I worked a lot in college, right? And so did you. Yeah. So, but the, the only difference with me and you, you would go to a party, leave the party at five and go to work at six. <laughs> Every, like all the time where I was just like, I did, yeah. <laughs> I like my sleep. I would do that a couple of times, but like you would really be like, yeah, oh, no. I'm not saying no to nothing. You would really be on it. And I did that more in college, but, like, as, after especially, like, I worked full-time while in law school. So, it's, like, I feel like those, like, early 20 years is when a lot of people really started going out. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, I said no to a lot of happy hours. I said no to a lot of things because I had to go to law school class after working. And then I had to study. And then I had yeah. to read. And I did that for so long. Well, now you're free, girl. So, you just have to rework that mindset and put yourself out there more. I'm definitely going to be doing more happy hours as well once I go back to work because I could do better about that too. Yes. But yeah. And you know what's crazy? This is a random side note, but DJ Envy always says that he doesn't want his wife to have a job because he doesn't want for her to get like overwhelmed and boring by the time Mm -hmm. he gets home. And like listening to you describe your schedule (laughs) and thinking about the fact they have like five kids. It's like no wonder he has her two nannies, a housekeeper, and she's not working because... Whose wife wouldn't be boring after? Honestly, like, if you're so drained from the day, I think it's hard where it's like, you are you have so much demands on you. You have so much responsibility. You're trying to be a whole, healthy, growing adult. And then you're still supposed to be out here popping it for a real one? Like, I'm tired. Yeah. But that's not. Like, we're, we're going to revitalize in 2021. We're going to do things differently. So the question I have for you, which I'm going to answer first, and then I'll have you answer. Okay. What could you be doing better in your dating life right now? Okay. So this is what I have, you know, I'm a planner. So this is how I'm going to like change things up in 2021, right? So I have a goal of going on at least two dates a month. Good goal. Um, I also want to have like a mini like photo shoot a month because mm-hmm. what I realized is like sometimes like Instagram is kind of like the LinkedIn for dating, right? Where it's like, I haven't really put much time, like literally since I started my last job, I had not put a photo on Instagram and that mm-hmm. was April, 2019 until wow. this weekend. Yes. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. Right. So like my socials are kind of stale. Right. Mm-hmm. So I went back yesterday and I looked through and I'm like, oh, let me edit. Let me, I cut down the number of posts. I made sure all the posts I like was really filling it. And so I'm going to try to have like a mini, like not all out, like really you're going to be my photographer, but like have a couple outfits, do a couple poses, you know, just be in my bag. Yeah, give them a little something. Let Remind them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to try to have that, like, once a month so I can, like, update, keep it fresh, keep it, you know, fire. So that's a goal. I also want to start cooking for someone once a month, even if it's just my neighbor, if it's you. I feel like just... I think you should hang out with your neighbor and have him teach you one recipe a month. That is true. Because he knows how to cook. That is true. That is true. So I'm going to make that a goal. 
Um, post a photo every week. Even if I just beat my face and stay home, I'm going to post a photo every week. And then I'm going to go out socially once a month. That's good. So that's, and I'm also going to try to get on apps every day for at least 10 minutes, like the, the dating apps and like respond, check people out and, you know, just try to do a little something. So that's how I'm going to improve my dating life in 2021. How about you? Um, I really don't care. <laughs> Right now, I'm just kind of, they're going to catch me when they catch me. (laughs) That's how I am today. Mm -hmm. Next week, I might be calling you crying because I'm single. (laughs) (laughs) But right now, I'm very good with being single. I feel just free. Like, I just feel like no baggage. And I think, again, I always have somebody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not always, but typically... There's always somebody on my lawn that I'm semi entangled with. Is mm. that, you know, typically like you know who I, you know. Remember last week when you said that, and I was like, "There's a guy like that for me." Uh huh. I've blocked him since then. See, I'm proud yes. of you. And it does feel good. It's like Oof. I don't know how to describe it. It's just like I'm free. Like I'm mm-hmm. not. And I'm just really trying to keep the lines open for the real one yes. that's on his way. Yes. So it's I'm not really pressed about anything right now. My ways that I can improve it is definitely like. Going out more, but it's been hard this year. Mm-hmm. Also, being more open to dating different types of men, which I'm very Race open. Wise, yeah. Okay. Which I'm very open typically, but I'm hoping that I'll be even more responsive to it. Girl. Are and, you attracted? Do you find these men, I don't know how to say this, but so these, these men that you might consider dating, are you finding them attractive or is attractive just not a big thing for you? It's like semi-important, okay. but to be honest, it's not a huge deal breaker for me. Like... As long as I find them attractive, I'm right. cool with it. Right. But are they going to be, might they not be like more chestnut fine? No. But as long as I find them attractive, and I'm really big about personalities and how you treat me. Okay. I can't repeat that enough. A man that goes hard for me, you become 10 times more attractive to me because I like to be pampered and taken right. care of. Right. Right. <laughs> so for me, sometimes it's like, that'll turn me on more than you being, because a cute face, what can I do with that? Like, That's you're true. a man. That no disrespect. True. Like, I don't know. The Christmas pictures will look good. I can get you together, you know? Like, But a man that takes care of me, provides for me, does for me, that's just always naturally how I've been. And I think that's why I naturally end up dating men that are providers. Because I'm like, this is... I'm going to be attracted to you automatically. And so... The crazy thing is provision is a huge thing for me too. But I think one thing that I kind of prioritize inadvertently above that is like chemistry. And part of that is attraction. Okay, yeah, no, chemistry is important, but I, you know, I always say make out with them. <laughs> That's the problem, too. I always, <laughs> I think, like, the third date or something, just kiss them just to see, because sometimes the attraction, like, you've never had, and I guess no, I've never had how that. Do you, how do you look at a man and you're not attracted to him? Not be not attracted, be kind of like, he's cute, but it's he's not okay. that full, like, okay. spark. Okay. I'm never out here just dating a dog, ugly dude, like, <laughs> gonna be decent you know this cute. is the thing certain men i feel like of other races i feel like look very plain to me and that's fine you don't have to date <laughs> no 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 but it's like that's why i'm trying to act to you do they not look plain to you no i think okay. i've seen some it's like you're handsome you know like you're a okay. cute dude like you're attractive a fine indian man love them oh yeah they like, are you know what i mean like yeah. there's some fine men and yeah. different but anyway what was i gonna say being more open to that in high school i had to crush on this finest pakistani guy yeah so Shout out to you, Akas, if you're But listening. right now, I'm just chilling. I'm focused on so much other stuff, girl. Like, 
I'm oh, not, you are about to be in a whole different bag and a whole different yeah, situation. Yeah, so I'm not really trying to, like... And also, I'm really happy with where I am right now. Mm. So that's the thing, too. So I don't have no real things that I'm working on too much. But just know, I'm going to be out here in 2021. <laughs> Girl, listen, the way I'm about to be out here in 2021, I feel like y'all are going to be so proud of me. My IG is going to be on a different level. I'm going to be on a different level. I know people are going to... It's going to be back... It's going to be 2017 fall chizzy where people are like chizzy what's going on like where are you yeah, at <laughs> why are you out you. all in these streets all the time and it's like this is just my season like yeah. i'm just gonna be in a whole different season and, and the thing is it's not even gonna be to get a man i'm just gonna put myself out there more yeah but i feel like the more you're in yourself the more you're out there the chances are up but i'm also kind of weirdly like as much as i'm gonna be practicing these different dating tactics i'm kind of weirdly done looking yeah does that make sense no like, it does yeah I, I just want to be, I want to practice dating. I want to be out. But I'm done, like, looking around the corner and looking and wondering, is everyone this per I'm just, it's exhausting, and I'm kind of done with that. I think that's where I hit a couple of months ago, where it was, I'm not going to lie, every time I started something new with the new guy, I was like, what if he's the one? Yeah. What if it's my husband? Yeah. And then I was just like, listen, <laughs> the way I be getting the bait and switch, <laughs> by God, I not just have to stop playing. <laughs> because Girl. God will have me out here just sure that I've secured a good one. <laughs> He's literally going to have to knock down my door. And, and then the jokes be on me, so. I'm just, I'm tired of, like, always thinking, like, oh, possibly this. See, no, that's the opposite. That. He doesn't have to knock down your door. No, he no, no. He has to I'm woo saying... you on the first date that you're going to agree to go on. I'm going to go on the date, right? But even <laughs> after the date, this is the hard part with me. I'm a daydreamer, right? You so are. So if I like someone, I'm already thinking, like, oh, you know, we could buy a house in this area. I don't articulate any of this, right? But I'm thinking in my head, yeah. like. You're. Painting the picture. Right. And now I just want to be like, oh, he's cool. He's good. Whatever. Like, it's fun. This is going to be fun. This is going to be nice. Whatever. Uh -huh. Not to say I don't have intentions, but it's like, I just don't want to, I don't want to always be like, is this the one God? Is this, like, yeah. I just kind of want to, I'm just tired. I just kind of want to chill on that and just practice dating, practice You're meeting some man to have fun with, to enjoy your time with. Right. To hone your craft right you know yes but on the that. plus side i feel like i am going in a better positive direction with the guys i'm dating i feel like it's getting better i, I think like so too going... because i think you're starting to date men more that are what you've always desired as far mm -hmm. as the effort that they're willing to put the way they're willing to court you right versus before what you were willing to accept right and now it's just like out of here mm -hmm. out of here we're not doing it i'm not accepting it you like no, and I think that's this the best isn't a thing. charity. Yeah, once you get exposed <laughs> to real, like once or twice, you can never go back without feeling like a goofy. Right, and just realizing like no, this is not a charity. I am not a charity. Like I'm not handing out any free services. I'm not handing out free. Like no, you're not getting a wife, girlfriend, emotional support experience from me. Like I need someone who's going to invest if they want to withdraw. And so that's on that. Yes. Well, this was a great episode. And... Right. I'm so happy to keep y'all excited as I proceed in this, you know? <laughs> you know what one thought I always have, especially because now I've put the podcast in my um, clubhouse. I know. I'm so proud of you, girl. I'm like, ooh, I'll put mine. I'll put it in mine and then I'll remove it. Yeah, I did that one week too. The one that I'm really nervous about is like, especially because I'm meeting so many people through clubhouse. I'm like, what if I start dating a guy and he starts listening to my podcast? Oh, girl, there's one ladies with way worse podcasts out here. No, but I know. But it's like, what if I'm talking about them on it? Right? He'll get over it. <laughs> I have mine and every man that I talk about in here follows me on Clubhouse. I'm talking really? about you, bitch. <laughs> 
You're so right. He will get over it. But it's like, I don't want him to get all my secrets, all my gems. I don't want to be And don't play with about. me before I really air you out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't have nothing to air out. Y'all don't be doing that thing. Girl, lies you tell. I'm the troublemaker. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see if he ever like hits me up with that. Yeah, just listen to your last episode. Yeah, <laughs> when I'm talking will. about being flown out to New York. <laughs> But anyway, guys, thanks for listening to This Might Get Me Fired with Chizzy and Crystal. If you like our show, make sure to subscribe and just stay tuned in. Let your friends know and email us any questions you might have to this might get me fired pod at gmail.com. Join us next week. For now, this is Chizzy and Crystal uh, signing out. Toodles. Bye.